Welcome, everybody. Today is January 31th, 2022, and this is episode 519 of the iBug Buzz. I cannot believe we're already to the end of January. Oh my goodness, where did this month go? At any rate, um, I'm Terry Ann Sauerman, or you can call me Terry, or that's, uh, there's probably other things some other people would like to call me, but that's for another meeting. Um, and uh, I'm your facilitator for the first hour of tonight's iBug Buzz meeting, and I'm going to be assisted by the one and only Sandhya. Uh, this is an open forum for those who have questions or issues regarding iPhones and iPads, iPod touches, Apple watches or Apple TVs. And it's also a forum for anyone who wishes to become more proficient in the use of accessibility features of any of these devices. Uh, we want to welcome you all and uh, for those of you who are joining us here, and also say a big welcome to those who might be listening to us via a recorded podcast. Um, to keep this Zoom call running smoothly, we invite you to stay on mute when you're not speaking. And when you're wanting to ask a question, wait until there's a lull in the action and then just say your name and wait to be acknowledged don't just start speaking please say your name and wait to be acknowledged by either sandhya or myself um, since we do not use the raised hand feature that zoom offers this is we found this to be a very efficient way to keep a semblance of order and yet get allow people to to voice their thoughts and ask their questions. Um, so and we also hope that you will refrain from making comments while others are speaking. And we hope that you'll take turns asking questions so that everybody that's on our call will have a chance to speak who wishes to do so. Um, I hope we, I know we have a couple of newer or if not new people with us, and we've had a good, uh, a good contingent uh, here. So we hope everybody that wants to have a chance to ask their questions will be able to do so tonight. Um, remember to minimize background noise, such as phones ringing, talking, TVs, clocks, chiming, et cetera, et cetera. Um, now I've talked about muting and unmuting. So how do you go about doing that? For those of you who might not remember, uh, there are several ways to do it. Um, if you are an iPhone user, you want to toggle the bottom left corner of the screen there are the, the toggle the button at the bottom left corner of your screen. If you're on an iPad, that button will be at the top center of your screen. 
if you're using a Windows PC, you can mute and unmute by pressing Alt-A. It is a toggle as well. So pressing it one time will unmute you and pressing it a second time will mute you or vice versa, however you, whatever your situation is. And you can also use your space bar toggling it, uh, sorry, pressing it uh, uh, unmutes you and then releasing it mutes you again. If you're using a Mac, the uh, uh, commands are uh, command shift A, or again, you can also use the space bar in the same way. If you're on a landline phone, and I know we do have some people who are, that mute and unmute toggle is star six. So you press the star button, which is the bottom left hand button right to the left of the zero, followed by the number six to mute and unmute. Um, so I think we've covered all of the, the housekeeping, as I like to call it. So now it's time for people to introduce themselves. And uh, if you are a first time participant, uh this is Sonia. Whoop. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Actually, we'll do the announcements real quick and then we'll. Oh, okay. Okay. Then we got it. Okay. All right. So thank you, Terry. And real quick, uh, we have a fairly busy week this week. Uh, so we're going to have today, obviously, we're doing iBug Buzz, and that's every Monday night here, seven to nine is our new time. Tomorrow on Clubhouse, we will have the. Mac Buzz from five to six, come with all your questions relating to the Mac. That's a great place to get those answered. Then on Thursday, we're starting uh, an iBug Trekkie Talk, and we're watching Next Generation Season 4, Episodes 2 and 3. So looking forward to a new series. I mean, well, we done the first three seasons, but looking forward to a new season. So we hope you'll join us. I know there are lots of Trekkies out there, so I hope you'll come for that. Friday is iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. Come for the big reveal at 8 p.m. or midpoint, half point, half time, whatever you want to call it. So hope you'll join us for that. And then on Saturday, we have iBug Unplugged. And the topic is, what would you do? These are social and moral dilemmas. So put your uh, thinking hats on and come and tell us what you would do. And it's all kind of uh, more informal and just trying to get to know one another. So we hope you'll come for that. And, and that time will is be that? on Saturday, I believe it is at 7 p.m., I think. So we will make sure. There will also encourage everyone to register and get um, on our mailing list. And uh, every month, Michael sends out a nice compilation of all of our events and times and where they are. So that's a good way to stay abreast of what's going on. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash group slash iBug today, a Twitter account, Twitter at, at <laughs> Twitter at iBug today. No, it's at iBug today. Sorry, that's the handle. Um, let's see, let's see. We have a mentoring program. If you need help as you're a beginner user, you can complete the application on our website for a mentee. And then we'll match you up with one of our awesome mentors, advanced users. 
and vice versa. If you'd like to help someone else unlock the power of the iPhone, we would be grateful for your help. And we have many of our mentors on this call and new mentees, and we're just really delighted that all of y'all are here. It's a constant learning process, and we're all learning together. So, okay, with that, Terry Ann, I will hand it back to you. All right. Thank you very much for all those uh, things coming up. A busy week. Uh, so now that we've gotten the, all the housekeeping out of the way, how about if we uh, find out who's joining us thus far on our call this evening? So, and be sure if you are a first time participant, let us know and uh, ask, uh, tell us what kind of Apple products you use and how long you've been uh, an Apple product user. So who would like to say hello first off tonight? Terry from Houston. Welcome. Herbie okay. in Houston. All right. Dana in Ohio, go Bengals. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're a pretty happy guy. <laughs> yeah, Marty from Philadelphia. Welcome, Marty. And from Southern California, go Rams. Dan, welcome. Claudia in Houston. I'm sorry, who is it? Claudia in Houston. Claudia, very good. Welcome. Billy. Let's see, we have Billy in Houston and someone else. Yeah, somebody else rudely cutting in. Uh, Chanel in Houston. Sorry. <laughs> oh, another Houstonite. Oh, my goodness. Well, oh, okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Welcome to all the Houston people. Who else was, has joined us this evening? Roy in Fort Worth. Hello there, Roy. Welcome. Uh, Ned from Texas. Good evening there, Ned. Thank you. Marion from Tennessee. Hello, Marion. Hello. Linda from North Houston. Welcome, Linda. Carol Lisa. in San Antonio. Oh, go on, Joe. Let's see, we have Carol from. Yes, San Antonio. San Antonio and Elisa. Welcome. Elisa We're in Porter, Texas. Very good. All right. I made it. You did indeed. Good job. Who else has joined us? Adam Texas. from Chicago. Welcome, Adam. And somebody else from Texas. Yeah, Greg from Texas. Oh, welcome, Greg. Let's see, am I right? You're the Greg that's one of our newest uh, mentors. Is that right? That is correct. Very good. All right. Who else who hasn't had a chance to say hello? This is Sandia from Houston. Hello, Sandia. Jody from New Hampshire. Yes. Hello there. Kenny from Missouri. Jody. Hello there, Kenny. Who else? Anybody else? 
And I'll just say that this is Terry from Arlington Heights. All right. And of course, um, will people who, who join us will have an opportunity to say hello at our at the half point, halftime point as well. So very good. So I think um, we're ready now for the first question of the evening. And remember, there are no dumb questions except for the ones that you don't ask. All right. So let's see if is there somebody who uh, is new who has a question this evening to start us off? You, Lisa? You, Lisa? Uh, okay. Um, hang on one second. Let's see if there's anybody. I don't. Is there anybody who hasn't asked a question and uh, who might be pretty relatively new to the group who might want to ask a question? This is Sandhya. Yes. I think Adam had a question. I don't know if Adam would like to pose his question or he might oh, be waiting. Yeah. Adam's would one you, of our newer people, but okay. Right. Okay. Would you want to post uh, pose your question now, Adam, or do you want to wait? Um, sure. No problem. Um, okay. My question uh, has to do with uh, Gmail on the iPhone. I have a SC2020. I believe my iOS is 15.2.1. And the question is this, when, when I go into Gmail on my iPhone, um, I go in and compared to a other device and operating system that cannot be mentioned here, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just go in, use it, but on this other device, <clears throat> thank you, Bill Gates, um, it, uh, Gmail has two modes. One is called basic HTML mode, and the other mode is called standard. So my question is on the iPhone, is it because of the device and the iOS, um, having those two modes to operate uh, Gmail and navigate are not necessary or isn't a concept or isn't uh, a tool. Thank you. So, Kenny? Uh, okay, Kenny, go ahead. Um, well, the reason why... Um, way back in the day, Gmail had basic and standard and they still do is for the web browsers. Um, but if, are you checking your mail? Were you using the mail app? Are you using like a Safari web browser for your iOS or how are you doing that? It, on my other device, I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a micro, uh, Microsoft. Oh, okay. um, wow. I just happened, as you said, going uh, back, I'm an old guy. Uh, basic uh, HTML was yeah. available for slow connections, and I just got used to it. Going to standard, yeah. you mm -hmm. have to completely different navigation. And yeah. it all of a sudden dawned on me that when I go in Gmail on the iPhone, 
it's just one form of navigation. So um, I, I'm just curious um, if the iPhone is because of a different platform, they never had that concept of basic HTML. They, they um, well, they're two different screen readers and, and, and so they made the basic because of the way back in the day, the problem, you know, with the, with the screen reader navigation and stuff like that. And so um, I guess to answer your question, I guess for iOS, it really doesn't matter. If it reads it great, then, then you're good. See, I, I use Gmail, but I use the mail app on the phone. That works wonderful. So with uh, iOS uh, is what you're saying, Kenny, there's not a need for standard and basic. I, I, I haven't used Safari and I, I would say no. I just know they inherently did that for the, like you said, for the Windows because of way, way back in the day, the, the one main screen reader was, you know, had trouble with the standard. Okay, does that uh, pretty much answer your question there, Adam? Uh, yes, thank you. So I don't think you're missing anything. I think you're just, if you use uh, Safari and iOS and Gmail, I think you're doing just fine with, with what you have, it sounds like. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, Elisa, you have a question. Yeah, Elisa here? Yes, mm -hmm. okay. go ahead with your question. I was wondering what app besides CAI read PDF files because I have I have a couple PDF files that I need to get read and I cannot figure out how to share them in CAI or what other apps have y'all used from your, on your iPhones? This is Kershaw. Yes, Kershaw, so, welcome, uh, go ahead. Uh, you can read a few ways. So if you're using WhatsApp, um, WhatsApp can read PDF files. Or I believe Voice Stream Reader can also read PDF. You can import your PDF into Voice Stream Reader, and that should be able to read PDF files. Um, correct me if I'm wrong on that, but um, I think you can read PDFs with Voice Stream as well. But if you are using WhatsApp, if someone sends you a PDF on WhatsApp, you just open it straight in WhatsApp and read it as well. Um, so I hope that answers your question. Mm -hmm. Does that help, uh, Elisa? This is me. I will check on the voice stream thing, but I'm I'm pretty sure. It's Elisa. Uh, let's see. First, um, uh, Elisa, go ahead and I guess answer my question, and then we'll go to Marion. <clears throat> well, what if it's an e? email pdf file that was my other question i forgot to clarify sorry i was just oh, okay okay all right so the question is whether or not you can read email PDFs. pdf files and how you do you can. read them you can you just open the pdf and it should it should uh you, you should be able to use uh the standard voiceover gestures flick left and flick right to read through the whole pdf in um uh whatsapp Oh, no, no, no. In, in your mail, in if voice. Email, no, no, no. If someone emails you the PDF as well, you can open that PDF attachment and read it straight off. 
if oh, it doesn't have any saying. images or anything. Mm -hmm. If it's a scanned PDF, then mm, probably not. Yeah, if it's got images, no. But if it's just text, then you should be able to read it. Hey, this is Mar this is Marty. Marian? Okay, hang on, Marty. Uh, Marion, yeah. uh, you had a yeah. comment. Yeah, I was gonna say that um, I, I used to have a little more trouble in email opening a PDF file and being able to read it in email. So I would file it in VoiceStream and that would work really well. Um, mm -hmm. But yes, now, uh, like Kushal said that, um, I think it was Kushal, that uh, Apple's gotten better about being able to just open a PDF file uh, that's attached to an email and read it right away. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you for that. And Marty. Yeah, just to clarify, uh, answer Kershaw's question, uh, voice stream does read PDFs. You can't read PDFs in voice stream reader. Right, exactly. And it does a wonderful job in my opinion. Yeah, very good. All right, does that help Elise? Elisa. Um, Elisa, yes, it does. And thank you guys for all your assistance. Very good. All right. All right. Who has another question? We've had two very excellent questions so far. Who else would like to ask a question? Billy. Yes, Billy. Welcome. Go ahead. Hello. Uh, yes, uh, I don't know if anybody would know, but how do you um, turn on and off your mic on Zoom using a Bluetooth keyboard? And I know there's a keystroke that you can use, but I, I don't remember it. Over. Okay. Who would like to help Billy with that? He's got a Bluetooth keyboard and he wants to mute and unmute his mic. This is Jerry from Vermont. Yes, welcome, Jerry. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, it, now it depends on if you're on uh, you're on the iPhone. So I would say you're using the Apple. You've got to have an Apple keyboard uh, for this to work. And I would suggest uh, I believe it's Command Shift A. Part. Uh, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But I think it's Command Shift A. This is Dana. Go ahead, Dana. Yes, Dana. Go ahead. Yeah, you have to turn your speech off. I know it's it's voice over key and the S. Well, um, well, wait a minute. I, I thought what he asked was how do you turn oh. the mic? Yeah. In, okay, in. go ahead, Jerry. Uh, at that I yeah, you can do the you can do the speech thing too. And you can, you know, uh, triple tap on the iPhone twice, and that'll shut the speech off. But if you want to turn the mic off so that you're muted, it's Command Shift A. I don't know whether that. I'm not sure what the question now was. Maybe Danny, you got it right, and I don't. No, I'm sorry. You know, this is a Logitech keyboard. I don't know if it's different from the the Apple uh, keyboard, but yeah, and I'm using the iPad. Oh, okay. So I would say that, um, that when you do your uh, voice over K for um, keyboard practice, 
do you have command keys or do you have alt keys? I have alt keys. Okay. Then it's then I believe it's alt A that will turn it on and off. You could try it now uh, if you're using it, but I believe it's alt A. Okay, I'm gonna try it right now. This is Dana. Yes, yes go ahead, Dana. Yeah, forgive me. I I got my uh, question mixed up. <laughs> That's okay. I'm this is your first mistake this year, right? Yeah, yeah, first one. <laughs> You're allowed one I'll mistake move. a year. Yes, oh, go ahead, Billy Sri. Go? So basically the Alt A, that's for a Windows machine, not for an Apple. So Apple's gonna be the um, the uh, Shift Command A. Except I think he's saying he doesn't have a command. He doesn't right. have an Apple keyboard. This is Shri. Yes, Shri, go ahead. So you're gonna substitute the command for the Windows key. So it should be the Shift Windows key A. All right. Okay. I'll play with it. Very good. Thank you. Oh, you're I, welcome. I've heard yes. of, excuse me, this is yes, Jerry here. again. I, yes, go I've ahead. never that I, I use well what I use is is a Mac keyboard, and sometimes I'm on my computer and I have to mute myself. And I believe it is Alt Shift A. Uh, window, I don't know what Windows Shift A does. This is Herbie. Uh, I Go ahead, let let um, Jerry finish his thought. Mm -hmm. no, that's, that's I I I think it's on a Mac keyboard. It's Command A, I believe, and or Command Shift A, and on a on a, a Windows keyboard, it's Alt A, with uh, uh, you know that turns the mic off. If that's what you want to do, you know. This is Terry. When you have a chance. Uh, yes. Go ahead, Herbie. Okay, so um, the key is the same. It's just a matter of which operating system you're using, regardless of the keyboard. So um, I didn't know that shortcut key worked on an iPhone, but for I think it is the same on an iPad it is, as it is on a Mac. So that would be your Command or Alt key, plus then the Shift and then A for the Apple ecosystem. But the keyboard itself, that wouldn't matter Um and you may need to, there are some, some situations where your Alt and Windows key may be reversed depending on the uh, keyboard, but it's still going to be the same uh, command. It's just a matter of knowing which one is your uh, command key. So um, it, it's dependent on the operating system, not the uh, keyboard. Okay. Okay. And let's see, one more th uh, thought from, I forget who it was now. Uh, somebody else Terry, had a comment. That was Terry. Terry. Oh, yes, Terry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, actually, I tried and I could not get it to work from. And I have an older Apple keyboard on my new iPhone 13, and it doesn't seem to work as it would on the computers. Uh, at least that's been my experience. And I even tried it as we were talking about that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it might depend upon your keyboard and your phone in both cases, what external keyboard you're using, as well as what phone you have that, uh, so you might have to experiment a little there, Billy, and yeah, when, you, when you uh, figure out what that might be, 
uh, do let us know because I'm sure there are other people that might have that same uh, question or concern. I sure will. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Who has another question for us? Okay. This is Ned. Yes, Ned, go ahead. Yes, uh, this, this happened to me twice recently. I was uh, scrolling through my emails on my iPhone and a box came up and said, this device may not be supported. And so I dismissed it and continued going on checking my emails. And then just yesterday, I was going through some text messages and a box came up again and said, this device may not be supported. And I dismissed it and continued on with my um, checking my uh, text messages. So what, what is not supported? Has mm. this happened to anybody? This is and Herbie. Yes, Herbie, go ahead. Now, my first question is, did you have the phone on any kind of charger or anything plugged into it? Yes, yes. That I had the phone. Both times it happened, my phone happened to be charging, and, and that's when it happened. So I thought maybe something was wrong with the lightning cable or the charger, yep. but it's working. I, I... So that go, this goes into my next question. Um, well, I'm actually guessing I'm getting it right when you know. Um, the charger cable that you have, is it directly from Apple or is it a third party? No, it's from Apple. Okay. My first thought is I wonder if there's some kind of like loose wire that, you know, just when swiping, you could be accidentally slightly tugging the connection enough to where it's slightly throwing a fit. Either there's something you know maybe it could be the way the cords connected to the phone but I, I think what's happening is you when you're swiping you're accidentally you know it could be you know just jarring it enough to where for some reason it's deciding to nicely throw a fit that's my guess as to what's going on okay this is ned thank you because this has never happened before in all the years that i've had you know the I thought maybe uh, the charger was... Is it a new was... cable or... Huh? Is it a new cable? Yes, it's a new cable. It's I. It's my... Could be my second or third cable. Okay. Huh. This is Shree. Yes, Shree. Oh, Shree, I'm sorry. So, Ned, um, are you connecting that other end to a computer? How are you... Is it connected to a brick? It's connected to a little square thing that goes into the electrical plug. It's an Apple. I, I, it came with the phone. It, um, it's a little square thing, like a cube. Correct. So yeah. you do have it. So I'm guessing you have an Apple brick and an Apple cable. Yes. And again, um, I was thinking maybe the cube was, or the, the brick was getting old. It could be. Do you have anything else connected to the phone at the time? No. It's one of those two things that's causing the problem. Okay, Jerry, your thought? Yeah, I just um, wanted to say that sometimes when I use uh, one of those splitters, uh, when I plug the, the lightning cable in and I've got a charger and then the headphones, I'll get that kind of message too. Uh, and I think the splitter was an Apple splitter. Uh, but if uh, you can, unless it, unless it just stops charging or working, you, I guess you just dismiss it. And, and and not worry about it. I don't think it's going to do you any harm as long as 
you know, the phone is charging with your cable and the, the brick is, you know, it may be that one of the two of them is getting old. I've, I, I, uh, I've had certainly experiences with cables, cables that are, uh, you know, that are, are ancient, you know, that uh, have, have problems and, you know, we keep them in the car and we step on the damn things and they, they don't work anymore. So um, my, my sense is, I, I think Herbie's got it, you know, that it's, it's either your, your, yeah, the cable is an issue or you're, you're just, you're, you're hitting it too hard or something. I don't know. Um, but my, my guess would be not to worry about it unless you have external issues that you need to pay attention to, like the phone isn't charging or the cable isn't connecting properly or whatever. Um, because when I plug in other device things, I'll, I'll sometimes get that, get that message when I plug in a, some kind of weird cable or splitter or something. Hope that helps. This is Ned. Yes, thank you. Because everything else is working. If the phone's charging, like it should be charging. So, but thank you. Mm -hmm. And I guess this, if, oh, go ahead. Uh, who else? This is Kenny. Uh, I had a question yes, for Ned. Kenny. Yes. Um, One more question. Do you, mm -hmm. do you have a new phone or is it an older phone or? Oh, this is an iPhone Seven Plus. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Then it definitely could be your cable for your probably your five watt brick um but i uh, you know since you said it was a newer cable you know because we had the chip shortage and all that um i was thinking maybe apple forgot to put their chip in there cable to regulate that but anyway um yeah it sounds like it probably is one of the two and this is terry with a quick thought if worse comes to worse ned you could you could always call, um, be in touch, uh, call or email Apple uh, support and see if that, you know, you, you can have them test your phone and your connections uh, right over the phone just to make sure that everything is copacetic, as they say. So you, you have that option if it, if, you know, you, if it's a consistent problem too, so. All right. Well, it sounds uh, just well, real quick. Yeah, it is real quick. On. So, Ned, you mentioned that you were wondering if the brick is getting old. So, am I understand you have an older charging brick than a than the charging cable? Yes. So that's probably the first thing I'd probably replace is the brick, not the cable, since the brick is older. Um, you know, that, that's probably the first thing I would be more likely to replace. So anyway, I'm done. All righty. I hope that's helpful there, Ned. Yes, hey, thank you else? all. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Who else has a question? Someone new or someone who uh, has been here for a while and has a question that just hasn't had a chance to ask. Uh, this is Dan. Yes, Dan. Let's see. I have a uh, an iBug housekeeping question, if that's okay. Um, I understand that you know we had that iBug uh, cafe a little while back where everybody everybody was uh, demonstrating all their new stuff, and my understanding was that, that iBug was going to uh, post all of the information regarding uh, 
you know, the, the names of the products and where you can buy them and stuff. Has, has that been posted or if so, where can I find it? Sonia? Yes. It's coming, Dan, I promise. <laughs> so we're just uh, trying to get all the information because there were a lot of things talked about. So it, it should be up hopefully, I'll say in a week. Let's hope for that, okay? And it'll probably be posted on our website, okay? And we'll give more information as we get closer once it's done. Okay, As good. Will you, will you supply information about where to find that? Yes, I will. I will. Yes. Oh, It'll good. probably be under our resources. We have a tab called resources, but I will. Uh, yeah, no, that's a, that was a very uh, informative and there was a lot of information and we told people we'd be, we will get that out to you guys. So thank you. Thanks yeah, for great. the question. Oh, okay. sure. No, thank you. Okay. As they say, stay tuned because uh, it'll be forthcoming and because we had what, 20, 20 presenters plus a couple of extra um, accessory items at the end. So yeah, there's a lot, there was a lot of good stuff there. And uh, so be, be patient and Will, Sandia is a, is a very efficient person. And so I know if she says it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. And um, so, by the way, Sandia, um, I know there were some concerns for a while with um, you, some of your help had COVID issues, and I, I'm just thinking about that. Are, are things better in that regard? Are people okay? And Everybody's good. Thank you for asking. They're doing an awesome good. job. So, thank you. Great. Okay. All right. All right. Who else has a question? Hi there. This is Nate from Maryland. Yes, quick... welcome, Nate. Mm -hmm. How are you doing this evening? I'd like I'm to... doing well. Uh, that's great. Anyway, what I'd like to do is to use Siri to send an audio recording with WhatsApp. Is that possible to do? Because when I try to do it, I get a message saying Siri can't do that. Okay. Who uh, has some thoughts about that? He's wanting to send a a WhatsApp message. No, it's an audio recording. Uh, an audio recording using via Siri on WhatsApp. Is that exactly yes? Mm -hmm. Okay. Who might want to chime in about that? Do we have any WhatsApp users out there? Okay. I can uh, off. Uh, yes, go ahead, Herbie. Yeah, so Siri can be very restrictive of what um, what you can and can't do. And I don't think it does have much in the way of actual, like, what you can do with WhatsApp. You know, you'd be able to send the regular, like, audio iMessage to, you know, another Apple user. But, and you could definitely tell her to open WhatsApp, but I don't think you can tell her to, like, you, I don't think you can tell her to use WhatsApp to send an audio message. Um, I think that would, you know, even go well beyond what Apple would be comfortable with, with their privacy concerns and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Well, thank you. Mo? Uh, who is that? Uh, Mo? M Mel? 
Mo, Mo, M-O. Mo, yes, Mo, go I, ahead. Um, yeah, I, I don't quite have the answer for Nate, but I, what I will say is I have successfully used Siri to send a text message using WhatsApp. So I simply say, you know, keyword, you know, I call her name and then I say, uh, please send a text message using WhatsApp and that does work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the second part is just a guess on my part is the way audio recordings um, work in WhatsApp, which is actually a feature I like it, is that when you press it, as soon as you release, it sends it. So that may also be another reason why it's restricted to be sent from Siri. Okay. Well, right. Yeah. Okay, thanks so much for your- This input. is Sandia. Mm -hmm. Yes, Sandia. I just tested it out and it it says it cannot do that right now. I mean, but mm -hmm. like the others pointed out, I mean, you can ask her, you know, you can ask Siri to make a WhatsApp call to a specific person and that kind of thing. But yeah, like the other said, it doesn't seem to support the audio message. Yeah, this well, is Jerry from Vermont. Um, yes, Jerry, go ahead. Um, in, in my experience, it's actually, <laughs> I hate to say this, but it's almost easier just to open WhatsApp and send a video message, you know, from the native WhatsApp uh, thing, you know, uh, or an audio message, depending upon what you want to do. Um, there, there are ways to do that in the native WhatsApp with a couple of swipes. And uh, to me, I have sent text messages and made audio calls um, with with uh, Siri on on WhatsApp, particularly if I'm in a great hurry. But I I believe you know Sonia and Herbie are correct that you got to go into WhatsApp itself to actually make. Uh, uh, I, I think you might even be able to make a video call, but I don't think you can make a uh, a video message outside of it. Uh, but I would just go in and tap on the there's a a way to make a message, a video message, and there's a way to make a, a quick audio message. It's almost faster than, and I think what you'd, what you'd have to do with Siri. So I, I'm just amplifying what Herbie and, and Sonja said. Okay, well, thanks everyone for your input. I appreciate it. I'll play yeah. around with it. Very good. Yep, I love WhatsApp. I use it all the time and and that's what they're saying is my understanding as well. And uh, uh, Sandia tried it. So I think we're, I think we've given you some good advice here. I Our, mm -hmm. Good question. Who else has a question? Somebody who's new. I like the fact that we're getting questions from people who, um, who don't get to ask questions as often and uh, so I uh, keep them coming. That's a wonderful thing. I like this great participation all the way around. Yeah, uh, this is Jerry from Vermont again. I just had a, a, a question. Is there going to be an is there going to be an iBug? Um, what do they call that thing when somebody gets on and presents after the the movie thing tonight? Is it going to be an iBug? I don't know what it is. Where somebody, Herbie, you presented him a couple of times. Is that going to happen tonight, or is there not one? Um, this is Terry. Um, we have an iBug bite scheduled yeah. um, okay. after the the halftime show, okay. uh, where we find out what the movie uh, for Friday will be. 
but mm-hmm. um, to my knowledge, there is no other demo of any other uh, uh, toys or accessories or yeah. things like that. Is that what you're referring to? Yes. Thank you, Chair. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we have a good little iBug bite coming up that some of you know, and some of you might think, oh, gee, this is new to me. So uh, I, I hope it'll benefit some people. So stay tuned for that as a, a teaser there. Uh, other questions? This Chris. Yes, Chris, welcome. Hi, thank you. I have a question about Bookshare on going through the VoiceStream Reader as a front end for it. I've noticed recently when I go into Bookshare and tap on the latest, and normally it'll go the book title and you swipe to the right, it'll say download, and you swipe again, it'll say another book title, and you swipe to the right, it'll say download. I noticed last time I went in there for several book titles, it would just keep going through the next book title. There was no download option. And then when I looked in the description of it for the book, the synopsis of it, it actually sounded like it was more of an, an audible book. And I thought, is this something related to now that Bookshare is perhaps on Lady A, that maybe these are books for Lady A instead? Because I thought, why would they be listed here if I can't download them? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Hmm. Who is, is a Bookshare user who might have some thoughts about that, especially if there's somebody who... Uh, maybe hasn't uh, commented yet, who might be a Bookshare Jody? user. Yes, Jody, go ahead. Yeah, I, I uh, just got some books from Bookshare uh, yesterday, and I, I didn't see that, but then the books that I downloaded, you know, they, they were downloadable, so I'm not sure what that is. I would call them. Mm-hmm. This is Chris. Yes, Chris. They've got great customer service. Hey, hey, yeah, I thought about that. I thought about either getting online and going, just contacting them through, I don't know, however I need to contact them. It's, but it was a whole sort of spate of them. It would, I would, you know, it would some, it would go, you know, book title and download, book title, download. Then there would be like maybe 10. Yeah, it would just book say book title, title, no book title, book title, book yeah, title. Right. But, but there was no download. And I've seen that every now and then. I would see that infrequently. I've seen that in the past infrequently, yeah. but this was a whole spate of them all at once. And I thought, okay, this doesn't, there's something going on here. So I, I don't know. This is Marty with a thought. Yes, Marty. Um, I think you might see book title after book title, but I think you have to click on the book title. This is Chris. If you want, go ahead. So go ahead, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Marty, there was still no option to download it. Even if you clicked on the book title, the download option was missing. Oh, okay. Anybody else with a thought? I'm wondering if, uh, does it help to take um, a book share? Uh, can you take it out of the um, app switcher and put it back in? Or can you, should you turn your phone off and turn your phone back on and see if that does the trick? This is Chris. Yes. Yeah, no, it, it's something within, and I don't know if it's, I don't think it's a voice stream reader thing. I think it's an actual Bookshare 
thing. And, and that, but it was strange because it actually had the word audible or audio file in the description, which I've never seen before. So I, I think there's something going on that. But as you say, would you say, Terry, things weren't um, copacetic? Copacabana? Yes, right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> <Yes. Okay. laughs> Was well, some, someone else, one more person going to say something? All right. Well, I think we've we've uh, sufficiently covered that question. To give you some things to think about, anyway. All right. Uh, who else has a question? We still have a few minutes left. First, these are great questions, everybody. Thank you so much for that. This is Billy again. Yes, Billy. Go ahead. Okay. A few weeks ago, I had brought up an issue with the iPhone that uh, the volume when you're when you're um, uh, the the speaker on you when you have your iPhone on your on your ear and then take it away so the speaker could come on the volume was very low. Uh, mm -hmm. Who is that? Who can I complain about that to? Uh, with Apple. Okay, who would like to help with the answer to that question? He wants to report this to Apple for their, to give them some feedback about this. This is Sri. Yes, Sri, go ahead. Um, you could call Apple Accessibility or go to apple.com forward slash feedback. That's right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I, I remember now. Thank you. Thank you. This yeah, is Shree. good. Yes, Shree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's still a known issue. So definitely call and complain about it. The more we complain, the better chance of it getting fixed. All right. Yeah. And if I can just add a comment here too, I think even if, if it is a known problem, I think the more people we have uh, making Apple aware of, of these things, especially when it comes to accessibility types of things that sometimes involve a voiceover or who knows what else, it, it's really a good thing. Uh, we can't just assume that oh, somebody else will do it so I don't have to. It, it is good to make them aware that we're out there because the squeaky wheel does indeed get the grease. So, and, and Apple accessibility has even said as much. So I'm not telling you, I'm not giving you uh, misinformation even though she is a neighbor of mine. Uh, I, I'm telling you something that Apple has said for a long time, please let us know, even if you think a lot of other people already have. So that's my sermon for this evening. So with that, do we have another question? This is Sri. Yes, Sri, go ahead. So I have um, configured my app, this is an Apple TV question. So I configured my Apple TV and I noticed that my time zone says it's, um, you know, West Coast time and when I go and change the location services to be turned on, which is what it's asking me to turn on to get the you know, time zone through the location services, it's dimmed. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the only way I figured out how to change my time is doing a manual time time zone change. And I'm just trying to figure out if anyone knows how to do it so it does it automatically instead of me manually selecting the time zone. Oh, yeah. So, it, so it's giving you a time zone that's three hours different from yours. And that is correct. And it's dimmed. Yeah. It's like I can't change it. Huh. Anybody have any thoughts about that? Or anybody else having that problem? Just Chris. With... Yes, Chris. Um, sure, I don't have an Apple TV, but in the past when I've when I had the location services stuff dimmed, like for my kids' phones and things like that, it's because I had the shared location services uh, set to to not be to allow and disallow, to disallow changes to shared location services. And then when I allow changes to shared location services, then I could go back and change location services stuff in there. This is Shree. Yes, go ahead. So on the Apple TV, you only have one option. It's innate. It's either turning on location services or turning it off. There's no other subcategories to it. This is Chris. Yes, Chris. Yeah, like I said, I don't have an Apple TV. I don't know if it's related or tied to your Apple ID in any way. I'm, I, I, I don't know. You'll, you'll know that. Um, but if it is related to it, you wouldn't see it underneath it. You have to, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a different place in the settings. This is Shree. So Chris, can you explain that again? Like where was were we looking? It was uh, oh, it's 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 different. It's under the uh, I have the the screen time stuff enabled on my kids stuff, and it's underneath there. But it's basically under the the privacy settings. Got if it. you're looking in, yeah, and there's it's separate pieces of it under the privacy settings. One's called share location services, I believe is the name, and the other one is called location services. But they're two separate, but they they affect each other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Interesting. Okay. Our, our phones are so sophisticated nowadays uh, and our devices are so this sophisticated to fix one thing, you have to fix three others. Yes, Herbie, go ahead. So a couple of questions. Um, so first of all, Shri, the Apple TV uses, connects to Wi-Fi, correct? This is Shri. Yes. Yes. Um, Ethernet connected to it. Ethernet. Okay. Does it also have a Wi-Fi option? And the reason why I ask is because I know from my experiences with the Mac, you actually have to have Wi-Fi on for location services to work. And so um, even if you're connected to Ethernet, don't ask me why. Um, but that's been my experience even very recently. And so you might I would check to see if um, there's a Wi-Fi option in the Apple TV if so have that on as well and then see if your location services is no longer dimmed this is Shree yep yes I go ahead Shree yeah I'll definitely try that because it's either going to be plugged or unplugged if it's unplugged it'll just switch to Wi-Fi so it's an easy test to try yep. so I'll and try you that can still like you can still leave yes, it connected to Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. You can still leave it connected to the Ethernet, but it'll just use the Wi-Fi for like the location services. But you can still leave it connected to the Ethernet for like the better connection. At least that's my this experience is with the Mac. So, mm -hmm. yep. go ahead, Shree. You can't have both. It's going to be one or the other. It's, if you plug it in, it'll, Ethernet will automatically. Not, well, if it's like, I mean, I don't like to talk about that other thing. I know we're not supposed to, but if it's if it is like that, then you actually can. And and I know because I've done speed tests. Um, to see if it actually did, and it actually does let you be connected to both at the same time. Um, so it actually, I don't know if the Apple TV works the same way as that, um, 
but that has been my experience. So, um, all right. Well, maybe you can experiment with it, Shree, and let yep. us know uh, what uh, what you find out. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's see. What time is it here? Ah, we have four minutes. We have three minutes and. 40 uh, and 55 seconds. Yes, Kenny, go ahead. And I asked this question before and I got, got one answer. Um, okay. I was looking for a um, good tabletop tripod and uh, one answer I got, of course, was to go to Target. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know if anybody else had any other suggestions. Okay, so refresh our memory as to what you're specifically looking um, for. I was looking for a... Uh, Kind of like a tabletop tripod, uh, kind of put your iPhone 13 Pro Max or whatever, and uh, be able to, uh, you know, support it and not fall over and record a video, take pictures, stuff like that. Right. So it can't be a mini. It, yes, Dan, uh, go ahead. Well, it, it, to be able to take the iPhone 13 Pro Max, you know, the big one. Mm -hmm. Yes, Dan, go ahead. I was on a call earlier today about this subject uh, for uh, YouTube production and the uh, the the people that uh, supposedly are are uh, knowledgeable said suggested that uh, people go to Amazon and just do a search for tripods if they have several of them there that would probably do the trick for that. Mm -hmm. This is Shri. Mm -hmm. Yes, Shri, go ahead. So I have a I have. As basically a tabletop stand for my 12 Pro Max, which is basically about six inches off the ground. It does a, you know, basically a, a straight and a 45 degree, but you can't increase the height or decrease the height. It's fixed. Um, now there's a brand, I think it's called Ajoy, which is kind of like the gorilla stand where you can bend each of the legs in any different directions. And it just kind of stays in that position. So you could search for that. Okay, and can you spell that name? A is I think it's a this is Shri. Yes, go ahead. I think it's A J O Y. Okay, all right. I'll have to look for that brand because I, I have this is Kenny. I've looked on Amazon and there's tons of different options. This is Marty. Yes, Marty, go ahead. I I and I don't I could look up the name and but I have a I think I just looked up iPhone stand or folding iPhone stand and I found one that can be folded up uh, real nicely so that if you're traveling you just stick it in a bag or something and it opens up and you can um, adjust like how much you open it so like the angle and there's like little little clips like and you put your phone on the stand and those little clips uh, hold, hold like your phone on the stand. And then you can also um, raise it so that um, when, when, you, um, when you open it up even further, yeah, when, when you pull it up, it's just about at the level with your face. And the reason I got it is because it was one Zoom call that I did where I had um, video on and people wanted to see my face. So, and this way I didn't have to hold the phone. I just had it just about straight up 
on this stand and it worked fine. Mm -hmm. I can check the name of it and like next week, let you know what, what it is, you know. Sure. That would be great if you could do that and uh, follow up next week. That would be wonderful. Okay. Well, it sounds like you have a couple of options there, uh, Kenny, to, to yes, search out. You. And because and, there's sometimes you get so many things on Amazon and then you're going, okay, but which one is going to really work? And so it's always helpful if we can give recommendations for things that, that we have used and that have worked. So thank you everybody for that. And Marty next week, hopefully we'll be able to hear from you again about that. So with that, I think, Sandia, we have done it. We've reached the <laughs> halfway point again. My goodness, the time flies when you're having fun. Oh, so great. Thank, thank you all for the wonderful questions and the help with the answers. And but yeah. stay tuned because there's more to come. <laughs> yeah, great participation. Thank y'all. And so now we'll give anybody a chance who didn't get to say hello the first time around. Uh, just say who you are and where you're from, please. And Hi, Anissa, Philadelphia. Hey, Anissa, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, glad you're here. Mickey from San Francisco. Hi, everybody. Hey, Mickey, welcome. Thank you. This is Brad. I'm in Dallas. Brad, welcome. Anybody else want to say hi? Okay. All right. Well, I guess we are good to go. And uh, now we are going to do our big reveal of the iBug Night of the Virtual Movies. And with that, we have Mr. Mysterious himself. Mr. McCulloch, are you out there? Okay. Oh, you didn't introduce me properly. Oh no, not not the what's love it, revolutionary the again. Love revolutionary. No, we yes, moved on. Yes, yes. <laughs> we are here and ready, ready, too ready. You're too much. Okay, go on, go on. <laughs> All right. So the big reveal for this Friday. Everybody knows what's happening this Friday. We have, of course, the Friday Night of the Virtual Movies at 8 p.m. Central, pre-movie social at 7.30 p.m. And stick around afterwards for our lovely discussion and trivia about the movie. And now, Michael! Where's the rest of the world? <laughs> All right. We didn't hear we Minutia. We have five <laughs> fabulous clues for you tonight. And hopefully, well, if anybody guesses it on the first clue tonight, then I'm going to give them an extra prize. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. Clue number one. 
the writer of this week's film is the nephew of the lead character. Mm. I'm not hearing anyone. Oh, I forgot to remember to say your name. Don't be shouting out any titles. Wait to be recognized. All right. Don't I get to save my prize for next week? Clue number two. He teases his aunt. He teases his aunt's serious seriousness of purpose, her discipline, and her legendary awful cooking. Is this a Shri? Yes, Shri. Is it love actually? Love actually. No, <laughs> not even close. But thanks for playing. So sad, Tree. All right, keep going. Anybody he, else? He teaches his aunt seriousness of purpose, her discipline, and her legendary awful cooking. Okay. Is that a clue? That was the repeat of your that clue. That was the repeat of clue number two. Yeah. All right, clue number three. Our lead character is known for her feisty dis, dis, disagreements and her power workouts. Sounds like somebody on this call, actually. So, th this is Billy. Billy! So you're saying it's a Jane Fonda film? A Jane Fonda film. That's kind of close. No, Billy. it's not. Going in the right direction. <laughs> okay. I don't know who her nephew is, but anyway. This is Sri. All right, Sri. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, that, I've never seen that movie, Train of Thought. No, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but that's a good else? guess. Try again. All right. Any others on clue three? All right. Moving on to clue number four. We see her being very supportive of her marriage to a tax successful tax attorney. She's very supportive of her marriage to a successful tax attorney. Come on, y'all. Oh, okay. Oh, no. This is going to be it. Clue number five. All right, remember, y'all, you have to unmute to say your name, okay? So just remember. <laughs> All right. Okay. Then we get to see her. She has a growing realization that the world is catching up to her vision and is ready for her voice. This is Marty. Marty. Is Meryl Streep the lead character in this movie? Meryl Streep is not the lead character last week 
Yeah, one would Mrs. be behind. Shree. All right, Shri. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He guesses that at least every other week. And it's still <laughs> this what? week. So repeat the fifth clue, sir. And then I guess we've stopped them. All right. She has a growing realization that the world is catching up to her vision and is ready for her voice. It's pretty vague. Vague. Is it a Halle Berry movie? It's painful. Anybody Halle else Berry. out there but Shree? All right, I'm gonna give this is Marty. One. Oh, Marty. Oh, okay, Marty. Is it, is it by any chance uh, nine to five the Dolly Parton? No, that's not in the right direction either. <laughs> nice <laughs> try, Marty. Yeah. All right. She, okay, she happen, also happens to be a, an attorney. Oh, no. Is this a sixth clue? Yeah. Dana. We're desperate. Bonus. Dana. Is it Aaron Brockovich? Aaron Brockovich. We've seen oh. that one. I don't think she's an attorney. And yes, we have already seen that one. Okay. okay. No other guesses? All give right. Up. Really? No other guesses? We give up. This okay. is Kenny. Kenny. Kenny, yes. I was going to say the old, not so famous Frozen movie, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Frozen. Yes, yes. No. Oh, good job. All right, good okay. try. All right. No, our movie this week is On the Basis of Sex, starring Never Felicity Jones. Never heard of it. As. RGB, no, RBG. I never get the initials correct. What? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, it's a movie about her life. Oh, it's R yeah, RBG. Yes, RBG. It is, ah, you know, okay. but it is not ah, RBG. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. This the is, movie is on the basis of sex, not the oh. RBG movie. Yeah, documentary. Just, this okay. is scary. Oh, cool. is it even appropriate for our title? Yeah. Well, the title is misleading. Sex is in discrimination. All right. Okay. So nobody Johnny. Nobody gets a movie. Nobody gets the gift. No prize. So what's the prize we would have won? This is Terry. I might save it for something else. Save it. Keep it in your back pocket. I keep it in my back pocket. Sorry. Okay. Okay, so with that, thank you, Mr. McCulloch. That was beautiful. We stumped him. All right. So, all right, the Love Revolutionary signing off. Okay, thank goodness. Goodbye. This is the dawning No idea what that has to do with the revolutionary, but I don't want to know. Okay, so thank you, thank you. And yes. we Huh? It's obvious. No, uh, it's not to me. Okay, yeah. so with now, just uh, as uh, Terry said, we're going to do now.
Oh yeah. Okay. I got it now. Okay. So now we're going to do our iBug Bites segment and it's a five minute or less demo of a tip or trick that you may or may not know about. And this is meant to make your life and better and use of your iPhone better. So with that, we are going to, uh, hold on one second. Mastermind. All right, Terry Ann, you need to come back in and we cannot wait to hear what you have to say. And then after that presentation, then we'll go resume our questions. So be thinking about questions. We still have lots of time to entertain those. Terry Ann, are you there? Uh, I am here. You is here. All right, Rike, go for that? it. All right. So this evening, we are going to talk about how to lock and unlock your rotation on your iPhone. So you, you, uh, you probably all know that there's uh, portrait and there's landscape modes. And depending upon how you turn your phone, if, if rotation is unlocked, then it, your phone will switch between those two uh, modes, depending upon uh, uh, which way your phone is turned, and it may be something you don't want to happen. So there is a way to lock that rotation um, so that no matter how you have your phone turned, uh, whether you're your home, the bottom and top of your phone are facing uh, toward you and away from you respectively, or whether the phone is turned so that the bottom of the phone is to the left or to the right and the top of the phone is to the right or to the left respectively, your phone will not change from portrait to landscape mode or from landscape to portrait mode. So to do this, I'm going to first tell you how to do it, and then I'm going to demonstrate it. You first activate your status bar by uh, touching the, the, at the very top of your screen. Uh, and you should hear your phone telling you different things having to do with the, the status bar, or the status line. Then you swipe up uh, with three fingers to activate the control center. And then once your control center is activated, and again, I will explain this, I'll describe it so you'll know, uh, have a good audio idea of what I'm talking about. Once it's activated, you um, swipe right several times until you get to a button that says lock rotation and it, it'll say on or off depending upon how you have it uh, set. So let's see here. I'm gonna 8, 15 unlock the phone and is everybody hearing Eight. that okay? Widget, yeah, sounds good. Yes. Charged, okay. So I'm touching at the very top of the Terry screen. So that's. Swipe down three 
a little muffled, Terry, and you might need to bring it closer. Oh, okay. Let's see if I can do it like this. Okay, so I'm going to swipe up with three fingers. English, UK. Well, that didn't give me what I wanted. Come on here. I don't know why it. English, US. There we go. Now we'll try this again here. Three control center, airplane mode, switch button off. Can you understand? To show more controls. Yeah, it's good now. You're good. Okay. So we're at the airplane mode. And so now I'm going to swipe to the right. Cellular data, switch button on. Wi Fi, Terry and Tiffin, switch button on. I'm swiping to the right. To show Bluetooth, switch button on. I still haven't gotten to what I want. Media controls, zoom, not playing from playback destination button. Previous track button, play button. Next track button. I'm still swiping to the right. Lock rotation, switch button off. Aha. Tap to toggle setting. Now I'm exactly where I want to be. Lock rotation. And in my case right now, it's turned off so that regardless of how I turn my phone, it'll either tell me it's uh, or, or uh, depending upon which way I turn my phone, it'll tell me that I'm either in portrait or landscape mode. But if I turn it on and you turn it on by double tapping with one finger on. Now it's on so that no matter what way I turn my phone, because it's already in portrait mode, it's going to stay in portrait mode. But again, I'm, I like it off because there are times when I used my phone in a landscape mode. So I'm going to do a double uh, one finger double tap again. Off. Now it's turned off. So um well it's it's not going to change the rotation because i'm in this setting but i if i go back to my home screen okay well of course because i wanted to change to landscape mode it won't it won't do it so i guess you're going to have to just trust me for time's sake here it does really work and of course it often turns from one to the other mode when you don't want it to. That's one of Murphy's many laws. So, but anyway, that's how you turn on and off the uh, lock rotation setting uh, for your iPhone. And uh, you can also do the same for your iPad, I believe, and for your iPod touch as well. So with that, do we have any questions? regarding this feature. Terry, this is Marty. Yes, yes, go um, ahead, Marty. Yeah, there are some exceptions though. Um, when you're doing a streaming app like Disney Plus or most of them, I think, um, even with your lock rotation on, um, it, when you actually start playing the movie or whatever you're listening to or watching, it will change uh, rotation yes. and go into landscape mode. Oh, thank you for reminding me of that. That's an excellent point. I did know that and I forgot about that. Yes, okay. there are videos where it really does need to be in, in landscape mode uh, for the video um, 
portion to be really effective. You're absolutely right. And I bet there are some other modes having to do even with just audio settings where it might automatically go to a portrait mode or to landscape mode, depending upon what that is too. So thank you so much, Marty, for reminding of that very important thing. Okay, any other questions or comments? This, this is Marty. Yes. Again. Um, also, I think if, if you, it probably a little more convoluted way to controls, go to control center, you can go into settings and I think go into control center that way. That is correct. Yep. I just did yep. it the shortcut way, but you're right. absolutely right. You're right. Mm -hmm. you're right. This okay. is Adam. Yes, Adam. When you, if you do lock your rotation, will there be a notification in your status bar? Um, I don't think so. This is Brad. Yes, Brad. No notif no, no indicator in the status bar. There is no indicator in the status bar as to your, the status of your rotation lock. I guess you just have to, you, you can tell though, by the way you have to turn your phone in order to access your apps and, and your various things. Because if it's in portrait mode, um, you, the, the top of the phone is going to be either pointing at the ceiling or pointing away from you. Um, so it's, I guess you're, you're swiping from left to right the short way. And if you're in landscape mode, your phone is, is uh, with your home button or the bottom of your phone, either to your left or to your right, depending upon how that is set. But that either way would be landscape mode. Uh, if you are going to uh, uh, access your um, uh, your apps swiping from left to right. This, this is Marty. Yes, Marty. Uh, just to confirm what Brad said there, if your rotation is locked, it does show that in the status bar, in the status line. Ah, it is showing it. Okay. Yes. Great. Thank you for that. I, I didn't remember. This is Brad. I have no indicator in mind. If you swipe I, to the left, like if you're up on the top, Brad, where it has like your, your charging status, uh -huh. then you go left and it has your Bluetooth if you have it. And if you continue going left, it says rotation locked. Okay. I have an iPhone 12 Pro and I don't have it. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. I have an 8, so maybe that's something. You got bigger status bar. Oh, okay. Chris. <laughs> yes, Chris. I have an SC 2020. Mine says orientation locked in the status bar as well. Yeah, it'll say that it's locked, but it isn't going to tell you whether it's in landscape or portrait. So you just have to know according to how your phone is situated is to do your swipes. And yes, Sri. Uh, doesn't it also tell us that the charging port is in the left or right? That would tell us that we're in landscape. Uh, it would tell you that if it does say that, yes. 
but I'm not sure where it tells you that. This is Sri. Yes, Sri. I think voiceover says that, that the charging port is on the right or left. Right, but it does that if it's unlocked, but I don't know if it tells you that once your phone, let's say you keep it locked in landscape mode. I don't know if it tells you mm. that because I didn't, I didn't try that. This mm. is Sandia. Yes, Sandia. I think it tells you like if it's unlocked, I mean, it's probably obvious, but like you also hear like a little, you know, makes a little sound every time it switches between the two, at least mine does, yes. unless you've turned off sounds. And then every time it does it, it'll be telling you, okay, it's charging port to the right. And it gets really annoying. So you will definitely know if you're in the, um, in the unlock mode. So definitely that's often that. why I turn it off because it gets very annoying, but all right, okay. very good. All right, well, we've exceeded our time and I apologize <laughs> okay. for that. No, but, good um, questions. Thank you, Terry mm -hmm. Ann, very important. Uh, saves your sanity, I think. All right, <laughs> so we need that. I need it, definitely. Okay, so now for the remainder of the time, we will answer any questions, give everybody a chance to ask a question if you haven't. Um, we'd love to hear from somebody who hasn't had a turn. Uh, we just look forward to your questions. So anybody out there or you've already asked a question, you can ask again, that's fine too. Anybody? Issues they're having, apps they tried out, all those kind of good stuff. This is Marty. Marty, go ahead. Um, I had gotten on the, on the internet some sublim subliminals, and I could buy like a whole, they're like albums, subliminal albums. So they gave me two free ones that I could download. Now those, I could go... I couldn't download them, but I could view them. And then when I listened to them, I went into the share option and moved them like to voice stream or something like that. The ones I ordered, I actually bought. Um, when I when I tried downloading, I just got the clicks and it just kept on clicking and clicking. So then I tried the view option and it wouldn't let me do that. It said invalid web address. So I couldn't do anything with them. So um, I didn't try like um, on my um, fire tablet or anything like that. I just did it on the phone. The only other thing I did was I changed my in Safari, the setting to download to the phone instead of iCloud, but that didn't make a difference either. So I, I did contact them and got my money back because I couldn't download them. But any reason why that wouldn't download or? or uh, okay, well, first things yeah. first, what is subliminal a group or some kind of what? what no, is that? it's subliminal. It, it's like somebody has these different um, uh, MP3 sender, like for relaxation, for oh, sleep, okay. that kind of okay. stuff. They're, they're MP3s, they're audio files. Okay, okay. That's first, the first, okay, yeah. clarification. Okay. All right. Anybody have any help this is, for this Marty? Is Brad. Brad. Well, Marty says something about he changes settings from 
iCloud to on the phone. I mean, there is a setting in there, downloads, and it, it's like to the downloads folder in iCloud. And in your share sheet, on down towards the, the list, you should find the ability to save them to the downloads folder or mine says a files app. Anyway, I can then pick the folder, but it should put them in your downloads folder. One thing I'm thinking about is you could be limited in that ability by how much iCloud storage space you have. Well, I, this... I have iCloud. I have i. I it's just Marty. I have iCloud Plus. Yeah, but like how much storage gig. space are you paying for? Hmm? How much storage space are you paying for? The fifty gig. And then how much is available? Like, like, um, I think I'm only using like. 2.3 or 2.9 okay, you should have plenty 50. so i don't know why it yeah. wouldn't save it but that's where you would want to put it is icloud and in the downloads folder right i i don't know why it just kept smarty mm -hmm. i don't know why it just kept on clicking and i i let it go for like five or ten minutes and it just well, it was just it like clicking to... like in progress thing or something well it could I... have something to do with your data speed or how were you connected over wi-fi or Wi-Fi. Um, well, then it should have downloaded it. I don't know. This is All Terry. Right. Go ahead, Terry. Sometimes if my internet speed is, is slow for who knows what reason, um, it'll be, I'll get this clicking and things don't download properly. And there, that clicking is telling you, of course, as you said, that it's still in progress and you may or may not get the full thing, the full package downloaded. And so that could be the problem or if it's a bandwidth issue or I don't know, something like that. Okay. There, this is Marty. There was yes. a prompt that said, do you wish to download? But I couldn't find like um, a yes. So I just... There were two options, view or download. So I, I pressed download and then it took me out of that page. And when I pressed view, it just said incorrect, like invalid address or something like that. Okay. All right. We will. Thank you, Marty. Uh, keep trying. Good luck. All right. Who's next? No question. Anybody other problems we're having? Karen. Okay, Karen, go ahead. I have a question. When you're on the call and you tap on add call and it takes you to the contact list, I know how to find a contact and tap on it and it will, you know, take me to the new person. But if I'm not using the contact list, I don't need it and I just need to put in a phone number because it says add a contact or enter phone number, where do you enter the phone number at? All right, so you're trying to do, you're adding a call. So you already have one person on the phone and you want to add somebody else and yeah. you want to type in their phone number rather than look through the contacts. Is that right? Right, because they may not be in my contacts. They may be okay. a new number. All yeah. right. And anybody have any help for Karen on that one? This is Shri. Terry Walker. Okay, Terry. Uh, yeah, uh, in that case, and I noticed this is true whenever you add a call, uh, you, you'd probably have to just invoke the keypad before you start dialing. 
I think the, the default of when you when you start to add a call, it would bring up your contact list, and so you you would have to uh, I I think go down to the tabs and invoke your keypad so you can dial that way. All right, and thank then, you, oh, Cherry. Okay, okay Shri, okay, let's see what Shri has to say. So basically, when you enable that and you go in the contact field, you have a search box on top, and what you need to do is go to the keypad and change it to the num. So you have the numbers available on the keyboard and then just enter the numbers that you need. Say that again, when, you press, when I press the add button. So basically when you're in that context, you have a search box on top and mm -hmm. your current keyboard is on the alpha mode. It's just got letters. So you wanna change it to the num so you can enter the number that you want to uh, merge that call. Because you want to add it, you want to merge a call, right? You want to do like a three-way or something? No, I just want to call. Just so I'm a little confused. Just, yeah. just so I get some clarification. So you're trying to I don't make a call out? Merge them. I don't necessarily want to merge the two. I just maybe talking to somebody and I might want to say, well, let me call so-and-so and ask them something. Oh, right. But I don't necessarily right. want to merge them. Yeah. Right. This is free. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I've seen so, the contact list. There is a keypad that comes up. I mean, not the keypad, but the uh, the keyboard. I didn't know this is true. Yeah. So when you enter the contacts, you're going to get a virtual keyboard to search for that person because you have a list. Basically, you have a, a list from A to Z, all oh, okay. your contacts. And right, so yeah. there's a keyboard to help you search that. And so on top, there's an empty search box. If you double tap that and just change the keyboard to numbers so you can enter the numbers. Okay, thank you. I didn't realize the keyboard popped up. I thought it was just the names and, of course, the search box up top. I didn't realize the keypad, the keyboard popped up. This is free. Okay. Yep. All right. yeah, just make sure you're in the you have the insertion point on the search field, so the virtual keyboard is up. Oh, so I gotta tap on the search, and then the keyboard pop up then. I believe so, because I think initially it just shows from, from A to Z, just the contact list. And then you have the ability to go and search through the vertical search to go down the list. But if you want to search by a unique uh, name or something, you'll have to get to the search field to type the, the name. And that field is where you can enter the number. Uh, this is Sonia. Karen, is, is this number already in your contacts or not? Not. It's not. not. So, yeah, it's not. So okay. she has to enter the number. Yeah. So right. that's so searching wouldn't help, right? No, no, no. This is straight. Okay, go ahead. So basically that search field is where you enter the number also. Either you can search for a person or you enter the number oh, in the okay. field. Oh, okay. So it works I, both ways. Okay. That's right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Shree. Thanks, Karen. Never okay. could do that. Good Thank question. You. Thank you, Karen. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll have to try that. Okay. <laughs> Learn something new every time. Okay. Who's next? Anybody else with a new question? I think I, anybody? This is Shree. Oh yeah, Shree, go ahead. So I had a question. So yesterday, you know, we've experienced the outage with the Amazon. Uh -huh. And I wanted to find out if anyone else is using um, the Google app on their phone and how easy is it compared to the uh, the A Lady app on our phone? Because I'm thinking about getting a, a redundancy, so it doesn't. If the next time this happens, I can still use the smart devices. 
Hi, the Google. Okay, Google app or whatever it is. Yeah, whatever the, the virtual assistant. E yeah, whatever is equal to this the. This is Herbie. Eight. Yep. Okay. Herb. Find out if you're if you really have to use smart devices. This is actually why I'm not a big fan of them. But if you have to use them, some like I know we have a purifier that has Siri support and a lady support. So <clears throat> I'd research and see if each of your devices um can's you know has multiple support for um multiple smart things and so that would be one way around it otherwise i think the best thing you can really do is um either a see if there's any like remote controls for your devices that you can use manually or b make sure you get devices that you can either either have physical buttons or a way of marking the screen so that in the event of an outage, no matter what device you're tied to, because uh, anything can happen, even with Siri, that you still have a way of using it regardless. Right. Thank you, Herbie. Hope that helps, Shree. Yes, it's pretty traumatic when our devices don't work or respond. Okay. And Siri's been a real pill also. Okay. Uh, we digress. Anybody else with a new question? New problem? Anybody? This is Dan. Dan, go ahead. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm glad somebody brought up that Amazon issue. I didn't know that they had a major outage yesterday. And that explains why my Amazon speaker was going crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Anyway, my, my question, it should be an easy one for all you, all you, uh, all you uh, wireless headphone users or wire headphone users. Um, I was reading a review about uh, wireless earbuds and one point that they often put in those reviews is transparency. So can somebody give me a definition of what is transparency? All right. Somebody, Brad. Brad, go ahead. Transparency is a term that is used for when your device has um, a microphone on the outside of, of the device that picks up sounds that are around you and is able to um, broadcast those sounds to the headphone that you're listening to. For example, the Apple AirPods Pro or the AirPods Max have, and the AirPod Max actually has an array of microphones all around, and they kind of pick up and slightly amplify um, all of the ambient sounds in the room or around you um, so that you can hear what's going on around you. If you're listening to, uh, say, uh, listen for the doorbell or phone ringing, or I know people that use them, they're, they're <clears throat> at home working alone, and maybe they have a, a small child who maybe is taking a nap, and they want to be able to hear if the child makes a noise or something like that, so they can be aware. You know, if they've got headphones on, and uh, even without noise canceling, you know, it makes it difficult to to hear what's going on, other sounds around you. Uh, so that's pretty much what transparency mode is. With the, um, um, the the AirPods Pro and AirPods Max, you know, I'm able to turn it on, on or off as desired. And I keep hearing people talking about there's a setting somewhere 
where you can adjust the level of, of how much outside sound is broadcast, but I have, for the life of me, have never been able to find that. So, um, but anyway, that's what transparency mode is. Thank this you, is, Brad. This is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Um, first of all, answering a couple of questions. Um, Apple calls it transparency. Amazon calls it pass-through, but it's the same thing. Um, Brad, in the AirPod, the AirPods Max, you can't set transparency, but for the AirPods Pro, you go to accessibility and then you go into, I think it's audio visual and then headphones accommodations. And there's a customized button. Of course, you want to select that and then you flick all the way to the right and there's transparency. Um, and you can customize your transparency like up to like 100%, um, which of course would increase how, how well your external sounds are amplified. Try it. it it's, it's really good. This is Brad. I'll check it out. I know there is a tremendous difference in the, um, how transparency works in the older AirPods Pro and the new AirPod Max. It's like the AirPod Max is like the second generation. And that could have to do with the fact that there's, uh, you know, an array of microphones on each side of the headphones that's, that's doing something different. So, um, right. But it, this, this is Marty. If you go into that customization with the AirPods Max, it will actually, when you get the transparency, it will tell you um, only a, can't do um, it. can only be customized for the pro. Okay. I don't know why, you know, and, and I hope that gets changed. Okay. All right, Dan, yeah, I hope that helps sure. you out. Great question. So yes, transparency. This is Shri. Yes, Shri. So is this what allows us to hear people from far distance? Is that the enhanced mode that you're talking about here, Marty, where, uh, I don't know which version, but they allowed us to be able to, I guess, eavesdrop, or I should say, hear a conversation further away. Yeah, this is Marty. Where you really notice it, like, is if you're if you're in the room and you've got the TV on and you, you don't have it on loud, but like either you know moderate or low volume. And on the Pro, if you if you if you adjust that to like what the, I guess a hundred percent. It's, it's going to be amplified. You're going to think that TV's blasting at you. This is and that goes, that goes for conversations also. Wow. Know. Okay, so that's yeah. our new spy mode. Okay, yeah, I missed is, that. Okay, Brad, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I think this, the feature Sharice talking about, I think actually uses the microphone in your iPhone. And it's, it, oh. is it called conversation mode? It's called, I cannot remember what it's called. Um, but then you oh, activate it by yeah. going into the control center to turn it on or off. And it's a button when you go into settings for control center, to, you can add that button to your control center. But that's what it does. It allows you to say you're in a restaurant or someplace you can set your iPhone down someplace where um, on the table closer to someone, or if you're attending uh, perhaps a, a lecture in a classroom, and you're having trouble, you could 
asked the person giving the lecture, may I set my iPhone up here near where, you know, the person's speaking, and then you'll be able to hear it, hear it better. That's what wow. that is. Okay. And I believe oh, okay. it is called conversation mode. Yes, this is, Very I've good. seen that. Okay. Thanks. Great. This is, okay. this is Greg. Greg, go ahead. Yeah, I think that's called live listen. Live listen. Yeah, okay. that's it. That's it. That's it fancy you need to go check that that would be great for like my dad who can't hear very well and doesn't want to wear his hearing aids right this so that would work? yeah it's like apple's yeah. you know they're it, it's almost like a, a hearing aid kind of thing yeah and, okay yeah but it's very limited in so, what it does so this is herbie all right okay herbie and then we're moving on okay so does this thing work for the condition known as selective hearing you know where you choose what you want to hear i mean is it going to cure that or is it no no not as no. far as males are involved okay oh, well. all right next Who's this is donna next? donna hey hey so i have just now downloaded 15.3 I'm joining okay. the real world again. So, <laughs> okay. so I have a, a question about the, it's a haptic type feature. Um, when you're in the unlock screen and typing in your, your code, if you get off of that keypad, there's a bunch of haptic feedback you get. Is there a way to turn that off? It's Brad. All right, Brad. Yeah, that's a feature that started up in iPhone 15. You mm -hmm. want to go into your uh, uh, accessibility, then voiceover, and then go to audio. And forgive it, I'm doing by memory here. Um, and there is a, under audio, you will then will find something about haptics. Mm -hmm. And if you go into haptics, there's a list of categories. And the okay. one you want to look for is no item found and okay. turn that off because that's okay. what it's doing when you're in dead space it just vibrates and i have never understood the, the purpose of that i was annoyed okay. with it too okay all yeah. right well thank you all right thank you donna and brad okay who's next somebody new new question old question this is david david go ahead Hey, um, I don't know if that's been discussed, but there was this bug that seemed to appear last week on a lot of people's phones where it would start to say underscore whenever you would, uh, on the, on the, anytime you type anything, a letter, oh. instead of saying A, it's the underscore A. And oh, okay. Anyone have experienced that? I don't know. This, this is was Brad again. This is Donna. Okay, let's go with Donna. Go there Donna. is a solution. I was just going to share the solution. If you know what I mean. He's going to oh, tease. He's got first. the solution. I know. Yeah, because that's <laughs> what I was going to give if he's got it. Though. <laughs> go ahead, David. So yeah, I'm not sure how this got changed. It, it seems like uh, Apple can change voiceover behavior without actual an update. You know, going to your phone because I this happened to me before I even installed a new update. It just suddenly happened um, like on Monday, last Monday, and then I, I installed the 15.3 uh, and it, you know, it didn't get rid of it. And <clears throat> so I dealt with it for a few days. Then I found on Facebook, one of those Facebook groups, there's a setting that you can turn off in uh, VoiceOver. It's called Caption Panel. It's one of the, under the VoiceOver, like go accessibility, VoiceOver. It's kind of near the bottom and there's an on, there's a yes or no or on off. I think it's on off. <clears throat> so if you turn off, then that 
underscore problem goes away. Now, as to why it ever started, we don't we don't know. And um, so this capture panel apparently is supposed to display what voiceover is saying on the bottom of the screen. So like side people can follow what's going on or people with hearing issues, but I'm not sure if that even really works, but <clears throat> that's what it's supposed to do. And it, I guess it's on by default. Okay. This is Brad. So, Brad. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard about this. It's affected some people. I did not have this happen to me. Um, maybe because I've played with the caption panel once upon a time, had it on and had it off. Caption panel showed up in iPhone um, iPhone, iOS 13. It was a new feature. So what was that? Two years ago or so. And actually the panel is at the top of the screen. It's similar to a feature that's been on the Mac for years and years. Uh, and what it does is kind of like... Uh, uh, closed captions on a TV where it um, little box for hearing impaired that shows what's being spoken by, you know, on the TV. In this case, the caption panel um, prints out what voiceover has said. And I do not know why uh, in the 15.3 update, it has come on for some people. It isn't, it doesn't seem to be everybody. Like I said, it didn't do it to me. And then for some strange reason, it is putting those underscores in. Um, people are hearing underscores in, is, I think, text messages or iMessages, something. I don't know. But yes, that's it. Turn it off. And it All right. Away. Turn it off. Thank you, David. Okay. All right. Who's next? New issue? New problem? Helene. Helene, go ahead. Welcome. Thanks. Um, I have... Um... Two questions. One is an old question I was wondering if anyone ever found the answer for. Um, uh -huh. And that was, that was the sheet grabber. Ah, uh, um, yes, I remember that one. I saw it the other day and I thought of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, what is it and how does it, what am I doing that's making it happen? Okay. Anybody have any follow up? I mean, uh, we'll have to truly. Anybody? And Jody, go ahead. Yeah, Helene, I think the sheet grabber feature, if you tap on it, it makes your keyboard go away. At least that's what I remember recently reading. And then if you want your keyboard to come back, you, uh, you tap on the text box and that brings it back. So I haven't actually tried it deliberately. I think I did it accidentally once and ended up calling Apple and they didn't even know what it was. They had me go change all these settings and everything like that. And as it turned out, that's probably what it was with the sheet grabber. I don't know why they don't call it uh, hide keyboard. That would that would make sense to name it hide keyboard, but no, they call it sheet grabber. All right. Um, okay. And the other question, uh, this, may I ask this? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh -huh. I have, um, and this has happened for a, a long time, I will suddenly, when I'm looking for the delete button on the bottom of the uh, 2SE um, in the left-hand corner, delete occasionally, and also in the middle on the bottom, it'll say draft, one draft or two drafts or whatever. And when I press on draft, because I didn't start a draft, um, I can't get rid of it unless I go into the the two field and put 
like my name and then I go to the subject and I'll press any key and I'll go to the message and press any key. Then I press send and then it comes to me and then I can delete it. But I don't know why I'm, I, I uh, for no reason at all, get drafts. All right. What a great question, Helene. Anybody have issues and experience with drafts and how to get rid of them? And why are they there in the first place, right? This so, is Shree. Shree, go ahead. So basically on your email app, so when you're creating an email, let's say you're not ready to send it and some time has elapsed, it sends it to draft thinking that, you know, you're not ready to send this email. So that's one way of sending it to draft. Uh, another way is if you didn't have the two feel like not to send it to anyone, you could move it to draft and work on it. So it's just basically letting you work on an email uh, down the road. If necessary, you don't want to send it yet, but you're still working on it, you can send it to draft. So you can go back into that email and maybe send it later on. That's what the draft does. And typically the draft button on the mail is on the bottom left corner, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. They had some bugs before, I don't, and I'm not sure if they fixed all of it where before you couldn't delete the drafts. And then I think they fixed it where you can tap on the drafts, which brings up all the drafts, excuse me, which brings up all the drafts. And then I believe you can tap and then swipe to delete. I haven't tried it for a while, so I don't know if it's actually been fixed or not, but that's basically why you're seeing the drafts. But you don't have to send one to yourself. Yeah, well, Helene, this is Helene. I, yeah. I, I didn't create any drafts. There is no... Yeah draft there it just says draft and i i didn't do anything but periodically this draft one comes in and the only reason i knew what to do is i had called apple um and they finally they couldn't get rid of it they had me send it to them <laughs> we tried doing a lot of things and then he said just send it to yourself and then delete it yeah oh. this is brad this is Okay, who is that? Who's second person after Brad? This is Terry. Yes, Terry. Um, drafts is another one of those email boxes, like you have an inbox and an outbox, and a, um, oh, what are the other ones? Uh, there can be several. And drafts is another one of those boxes, if you will, kind of mailboxes where you can store things as has already been said. So I don't know that the drafts uh, box actually goes ever goes away, even if there's no mail in it. But I know there definitely was a bug that uh, in the iPhone where um, the Apple or the iPhone wouldn't let you delete your drafts, but it's it's another box, another way of storing emails that you want to do something with and haven't yet. Right. Okay, Brad, and then we may yeah. need to clarify the, what, oh, yeah, go this ahead. This is a bug. Um, I can't remember if it was iOS 14 or iOS 13. It was a persistent bug. Anytime you created a draft and you wanted to, you know, stop and save it to the drafts folder and go back to it later, you never could it was always at the bottom like that instead of usually if I start a, a, 
an email and I decide I don't want to send it now. I want to do it later. I'll hit the cancel button. The box pops up, says save draft or delete draft. And I'll say, save it. It goes away. It's in the drafts folder. At some point since iOS 15, oh, I'm finished. At, at whatever it was, I can't remember if it was 14 or I was 13. Whenever you would do that, it would always be at the bottom and there'd be a button that says drafts in progress. Well, they fixed that bug and it went back to working like it's supposed to. And, it's, and it worked fine for quite a while. And at some point since iOS 15 has come out, I have experienced this too. It's intermittent. I don't know what causes it. Um, sometimes I, it used to be if I accidentally hit the compose button, didn't do anything and then killed it, um, it I would get that button. But now it's just there sometimes. And I don't even yeah. remember starting a draft. And you are correct, Helene. That is the only way I'm ever to get rid of it is to open it up, send it to somebody. Myself is the easiest thing to do. And then it goes away. But other times I use drafts and it works as expected with no problem. So this is a bug. It's surprising that Apple doesn't know about it, but you know, it's just one of those things that's out there and you figured out the best way to deal with it. All right. Thank you, Helene. That was a great question. And that's, that's, and just to clarify, I mean, so there are two real quick. I mean, there are like Terry Ann was saying different folders and you have drafts, you have unread, you have whatever, whatever, whatever. But then what I think you're referring to is what it, where it appears on the very right bottom corner. And like when you're composing an email or looking at your email, you'll see your there's a drafts of like, it'll say four drafts or three drafts or whatever. Um, yes. so, so that's, that's what I, what I think you're referring to, right? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to try your method because it really makes me crazy too. So thank you, Helene. Great question. This is Paul. Paul. Hello. Go ahead. It's had a long time. So I had a quick question about, um, I know how to delete, um, uh, not delete, but to block people's numbers or whatever on, on the, for the contacts. But um, is there a way to block messages? I've been getting these like spam messages and I don't know how to block that number. It's just weird. All right. Anybody have any quick solutions for Paul? So is it okay? Anybody? Okay, uh, I will. Is it like a mass? Like, is it like just different things you're getting over and over from the it, same? It's spam. It's the sexual stuff. Like, oh no, you can okay. imagine they're just, and it's got like 10, 20 numbers attached to it. And oh, and one time I put on the please don't text this number anymore. They're like, and they started cussing on me, like via text. I'd say, spam, okay, and I don't know how to block it. All right, maybe new. Herbie has an idea. Go ahead, Herbie. Okay, so this is you're getting this in a text message. Yes, sir. So first thing to never do um, <clears throat> is don't ever respond to them because uh, that actually tells them that there is a real live person. Um, also, somebody could be faking the phone number too. But um, first thing is to never respond to those messages um, under any circumstances. Um, yeah, but I, I'm getting tired of deleting them. It's not even about. Yeah, so are they coming? No, my next. Well, that goes to my next question. Are they coming from the same number? Uh, 
I can't really tell, but yeah, it's the same number. I'll say something about cricket. Then you it has can, like 20 numbers attached then to it. Then you can block. Have you, have you tried blocking them? Well, I'm, I don't know how. That's all right. Okay. So if, if you go under, you open the mess. The easiest way I can think of to block somebody now is you go under the message and there, I think when you double tap, if you go to like the... So when you open the message, you swipe to the right, and the first thing you're going to see is the thing that's going to repeat where the message is from. And if you double tap on that, you should see a several options, and one of them should say info. And under there, unless I am mistaken, there should be a block option. All right. Okay, Paul, that is really this troubling. Is okay, real quick. Go ahead, Donna. Okay, I was just going to say um, I have to do this quite often, so... You'll open the message, go to that top number at the very top. It'll have a button. And then you'll double tap that number when it says the button. Uh, let's see. Then you swipe to the right until you hear info. And um, sorry, I was just doing sit-ups, so I'm out of breath. Um, so button and then info. And, and then there's another info as well. Okay. Then at the bottom, you'll hear block. Okay. okay. I'll try that. Thanks. All right. All right. With that, we will say good night, Terry Ann. Thank you so much for helping me facilitate tonight. You're and most welcome. My pleasure. All right. And so we are closing out the month of January. Come back next week. Uh, just real quick recap. Tomorrow is Clubhouse. We have Mac Buzz. Then Thursday's Trekkie Talk. We're watching Next Generation Season 4, Episode 2 and 3. Then the movie, I, um, I Bug Not at the Virtual Movies on the Basis of Sex. It's the Ruth Bader Ginsburg story. And then Saturday is I Bug Unplugged, talking about what would you do, moral and social dilemmas. And just a little plug for a week and a half, you know, we're talking about settings. Our next cafe is going to be all about settings and how vital they are. So definitely come for that. And that will be on Saturday because we are going to, we don't want to conflict with Super Bowl. So, all right. So that will be uh, Saturday, uh, the or the uh, 10 12 12 12 yeah okay because i think All the right. super bowl is on the 13th yes okay yeah. so with that we will say good night y'all and have a great weekend oh no not weekend <laughs> great week have a great week i think <laughs> i'm ready for the weekend already it's only monday oh. okay thank y'all and for all the great questions and we are going to say good night